0: Hello, all. This is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan, and helps support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using busrout.com to get your message out to the world.
1: From the Keith Vincent Carlos Studios in Patterson, New Jersey, Green Arrow Media proudly presents Is This Real? Tonight, we'll discuss the Voynich manuscript. What are its origins? And now your host, JC3.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another fantastic episode of Is This Real? On this episode, Dad said, as Dad said in the beginning, uh, we are talking about the Vornage Manuscript. And in the booth tonight, we have Big Joe. Say hello to everybody, Dad. Hello, everybody. Uh, And we have... um, Uh, The the Don at the desk back with us again for another week. Say hello, Anthony. Oh, it is. What it is. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Never mind. So we're talking about the Voynich Manuscript and its origins and what it's written about or what is written in it. Now... uh, We
2: don't know. What is the Voynich Manuscript, Joey? The
0: what? The Voynich Manuscript. What is it, Joey? Uh, It's an illustrated manuscript written in an unknown language. Holy shit. Yeah. How old is it? Hope I hope get tickets out of uh, that. Thought to have been created in the 15th or 16th century.
2: So it's about 600 years old. Yes. And right. no one's been able to decode it. Uh, That's not true. Well, hold on, hold on. I know we're getting there. We're getting there. Don't all jump right. ahead, fuckface.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, it is named after an antiquarian uh, bookseller, Wilf- Wilfred Voynich, who, published, who purchased it in 1912 okay scholars and scientists have sought to decipher the text since the manuscript was first discovered since 1969 it has been housed in the uh, Banicky, ben, uh, yeah yeah I library. think so <sighs> yeah rare book and manuscript library at Yale University and then they carbonated the fucking thing right yeah. Uh I guess. You know more of that. If you know, please tell. Okay, fine.
2: I'm, I'm trying to make, you know, keep you the host, ask you questions. It was carbon leaves. dated
0: to the
1: early 15th See, century you have to around be an 1404 asshole. and 1438. Thank you, Dad. Um, and stylistic analysis indicated that at one time it was composed in Italy during the Italian Renaissance, but we're not sure. The origins, the authorship, uh, and the purpose of the manuscript are debated. However, um various hypotheses have been suggested. Now, it includes um, script for a natural language or a constructed language, an unread code, a cipher, or a crypto- cryptography. No, what you're or not
0: creating your own language.
1: It's seemingly a meaningless hoax. So that's ah! that's where we got You know, we got to pick and choose from now. Are, is it a
0: hoax? Well, the the it can the codex measures about uh, eight nine inches by six and a half inches. It contains 102 heavily illustrated parchment for uh, about 230 uh, 34 pages. So that
2: means that this person either had their own language, spoke a dying language that has yet to be identified, or really wanted to fuck with everyone in the world.
1: Well, he did a good job because you had code breakers from World War 1 and 2 that decided to try to break this code on this thing and couldn't do it. You know, they were trying to break the cipher or whatever, and they couldn't do it. Yeah. So, is that just going to show you that if it was a hoax, it was done really
0: well. And in the book, it also has illustrations of botany, astronomy, astrology, biology, cos, uh, cosmology, pharmaceutical, and section of continuous text with decoration marking the beginning of short entries thought to be recipes. So
2: it's it's a one-stop shop kind of manual. Pretty much. Um, I know some pieces like fold out like poster size, too. Mm-hmm. It's uh, parchment,
1: its covers, and its binding are, um, let's see, um, Sam- they sampled part of it in 2009 at the University of Arizona, and they carbon dated it, um, like, to 1404 and to 1438. Uh, protein testing in 2014 revealed that the parchment was made from calf skin, and multi-spectral an- analysis showed that it had not been written on before the manuscript was created. Um, you did- know- if this goes back that far to 1438 and 14 whatever that is, 1404, I don't think it's a hoax. And the reason why is those guys didn't have time on their hands. They so wouldn't even know what a hoax was. <laughs> you know, I mean, unless you had somebody that could see the future and say, oh, you know what? I think I'm not. I'm going to mess with somebody, uh, you know, 600 years from now. I honestly believe that this was is written maybe by a bunch of different people that got together and all lended a little piece of... You know, uh, their own thoughts to it. Yeah. Well,
0: here's an interesting little tidbit. I'll use that word because Joshua's not here. Um, it is not known where or exactly when the manuscript was created, though extensive research has uh, suggested that it was made somewhere in Central Europe, and the carbon dating uh, has assigned to the early 15th century. One long standing theory. That was debunked by radiocarbon dating. Was conducted in two thousand nine. Was it th- uh, was that it was written by thirteenth century English scientist Roger Bacon. Mm-hmm. The first owner of the manuscript may have been Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf II, who reigned from fifteen seventy six to sixteen eleven. If Rudolph did indeed own it, one hypothesis was that it was per- he purchased it for six hundred du- uh, ducats from mathematician and occultist John Dee. Though this theory has not been thoroughly uh, substantiated.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they have to check the receipt. Uh, now, Pope, uh, uh, Emperor, it's not, it's not Pope, it's Roman Emperor, right? Roman and Holy Roman. Holy Roman Emperor, Rudy Second. Yes. So he had a copy, so he had this book.
0: It was thought. Right. Yes.
2: And how many d- ducats, whatever did he pay for it? Uh, 600. I could buy a copy on Amazon for $25.
0: Uh, it's. Are you going to throw any facts out, or are you just going to make jokes?
2: That is a fact. Hardcover. Twenty two ninety five.
0: Okay. Um, the notion that the book was purchased by Rudolf came from a letter written in sixteen sixty five by Prague scientist Jonas Marcus Marcy to his friend, an alchemist, and a, let, a letter, ah, later recipient of the manuscript, George Barish of Prague. The letter was tucked within the pages of the manuscript when Voynich purchased it in 1912. Okay. It is known for certain that the manuscript was owned by Rudolf's court chemist and pharmacist Joko, Jokobus Horkiki. Uh, Jokobus Horkiki de Tanapik. Don't, who, don't, don't. Is there a way we can put subtitles
2: on a podcast? Because, God damn, that man's name is an eye chart.
0: It is. Who left his signature uh, detected with ultraviolet light or on foliage uh, of the book. The Vornich Manuscript's next owner was the friend of the letter uh, writer, Marquis Barish, who passed the manuscript on to Marquis. In turn, Marquis, before he died in 1667, sent it to the scholar and Jesuit priest, Athenius Kircher. So it's, it's changed
2: hands before uh, Voyager got it in 1912. Many times.
0: Yeah, and
1: there's something else too. that's kind of interesting. It's got one hundred seventy thousand characters in it. Yep. Now, for that to happen, you'd have to sit there and really, you know, if you're going to create your own language, that's um, that's a lot of a lot of characters to you know to try to make into your own language. That'd be like us sitting here, and then you know, one hundred seventy thousand. That's mm-hmm. but they don't tell you how many were repeated. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like if you had a text, it would, you know, same letters or whatever. Um, 35,000 groups of varying length, uh, usually referred to as words or word tokens, I guess. You know, and, and that's, it's very, very strange. And then You know, you can't see, it, but the chart they have where they go from A to Z and they're trying to make the correlating um, symbols on the page to what letter they think it was. It's the European Voynich Alphabet, they call it. A capital Eva letters are sometimes used to illustrate different variations of the same symbol,
2: which is odd in itself. And the crazy shit that I'm reading here is that some of these letters, some of these characters, uh, the, the argument is debated upon people who speak ancient languages. Like, you have this one person, uh, Lisa Fagan Davis, and she's saying that, People who actually read medieval Latin, uh, it's not grammatically correct, but it has ties to it. And yet, there's somebody else. His name is Ahmet Ardik. He's a Turkish Turkish electrical engineer, and he studies Turkish language, and he claimed that this strange text is actually a phonetic form of old Turkish. So, it's all fucked up. Like, you have different people uh, who have these knowledge of different ancient languages all looking and saying, no, 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 it's this. Because I can understand it from my language's point of view. And then all the, all the letters are in lowercase. There's no double consonants. And it includes and it can include diphthongs, triphthongs, and quadthongs. And that is unusual. Because there are some words in English don't even have... I mean, diphthongs are one thing, but triphthongs are not. What the fuck are those? A diphthong is... Well, go to the next point. i gotta, I got to just refresh my memory. Well, It's been a minute since I taught that class.
0: Okay, hold on. The, uh, the one thing that, that bothers me, it's called the Voynich Manuscript, right? Right. It's been around for years. Why is it called after the guy who purchased it in 1912?
2: Because I think after he purchased it, that's when the mystery began. Like, he was the first guy to go, hey, guys, I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. Can anyone, like, help me out with this? And then everyone jumped on that because otherwise nobody was paying attention to that book. They were able to trace the book after it became this cultural phenomenon. So a diphthong is a combination of two vowels in a single syllable in which it sounds like one, like the word coin. Coin is a single-syllable word, right? But you don't say, you know, you don't pronounce the "o" and the I separately. It's one sound, oi. So coin is a diphthong. It's when you take two vowels and you put them together to make one sound. That's a diphthong. So when you create any language, any language... You have to account for all the rules of grammar. And that's not an easy thing to do. People have spent their entire lives doing that. J.R.R. Tolkien had created several in his life Turkey, uh, Elvish and, and, and uh, Orkish and all shit from Lord of the Rings. And it took him his whole fucking life. He created not just like, uh, he didn't just write a story, he wrote an entire history, languages, geologies, genealogies. Uh, architecture, like everything that is Lord of the Rings happened from one guy's head and it took that man his whole life to do it. So if somebody 500 years ago was fucking around and decided to write a book that included all the major sciences, that's somebody who had to have been extremely well-educated. And I don't think anybody on this planet, at least not today, is that type of, like polymath anymore. Like no one is an expert in everything. And even back then when they had nothing else to do except study and figure shit out, there was plenty of polymaths, but you find that a lot of the ancient, like a lot of texts were written because people were piggybacking off of ideas or I'll write a chapter here, you write a chapter there, send it back to that guy, he'll write a chapter. And then they have this other guy who formats it so it all sounds like it came from one person. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that, about Shakespeare because a lot of people say that Francis Bacon was one of the contributors of who actually wrote Shakespeare because he was not educated. But yet we know Shakespeare was alive, and all the work came from him.
1: Yeah, it's funny, too, because, again, you're you're, you're hitting on something that's really close to me, and that would be, you know, when you say Francis Bacon, you know, a lot of people credit him with a lot of Shakespeare stuff. Yeah. Okay. And that's also one of the theories on Oak Island what has been buried
2: down there now I don't know if you watch
1: Oak Island but
2: I don't I just I keep in touch but I okay don't watch
1: well it. this 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 last episode they actually came up with a piece of the vault that they've been looking for which means now you know it's game on now they, they're they're gonna be down there but previous they they, they kept bringing up to the surface uh, leather book bindings and they they were thinking that you know this guy Francis Bacon buried some of this stuff on Oak Island and that was one of the theories, and it started to dissolve down there, and that's why they were bringing up leather parch- or parchment, and um, you know, um, book the bindings that were made out of leather, and no one can you know can prove it yet, but that is so it, it makes a lot of sense that this guy was involved with,
0: you know, the manuscripts like that. That to me, it if, does it, anyway. if it was him, you know, yeah. well, just uh, just to, to reiterate. Um, it, the book is divided into four different parts. Okay. Uh, okay. Part one is... Uh, well, hold on. Uh, then come- I, mean, I apologize yeah. to
1: anybody out there. I just... You know, I, I, I've never heard of this, and it's kind of tough to do... Yeah, see,
2: we're not like typical podcasts. We learn as we podcast. Well, no, that's not true. That's it's, not true. It's not true.
1: We're also... We are also in the midst of... You know, we have some um, issues. You know, uh, we have, you know, we're dealing with people that aren't here, you know, because of... It. For legitimate reasons, but right. you know
0: what, fuck it, we're not apologizing. Yeah. Keep it so, up, Joey. Uh, anywho, the, the, no, the I, first I, I, part you know. is in uh, its an herbal section, featuring vibrant drawings of plants, but nobody is quite sure what sort of plants they are supposed to be. Right. So this guy, this person, whoever did drew this book, drew plants that nobody knows what plants they are.
2: Uh, well, can I say something about that, though? Okay, go on. Not I'm not being a dick.
0: You are no, I'm not. But
2: just listen. I've seen pictures of this this manuscript, right? You could Google it. There's plenty of pictures out there, and like we don't know what these plants are. Like we're looking at the plants, we can't identify them. Is it possible that the guy who drew these plants just happened to be a shitty artist? You know what I mean? Like
1: anything's possible, Anthony. When you're dealing, you know, don't forget too. When he was dealing with it, he was dealing
0: with with a quill. Right, exactly. But you didn't have a magic marker back then. Exactly, In- exactly my well, point. Hold on, Can, l- let me continue. Then The next part is again has more drawings. So most of this most of this book is is drawing with a unknown language. Sure. Uh, so then comes the astro- uh, astrological section, which includes a fold out drawing of celestial charts, uh, celestial charts that do not seem to match up with any known calendar. At right. All, right. Which is very weird. Yeah why would anybody have a calendar and nobody i mean you could create a calendar but well again going back to the idea of tolkien he created a, everything from
2: lord of the rings out of his head and if this was like someone's like manual to this world that they were creating and they just wanted to jot these major points down before they developed the rest of the story i could totally see that being like yeah, a thing you know also to whoever
1: whoever drew it could be, be coming out of his mind mm. like back then you didn't have any set like this is like now you 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 can you can buy an app on your phone, put it at the sky, and it'll tell you what is. You know, you're, well, you're, I mean, you still Roy had, does that,
0: but still, you still had you had people studying the stars back then.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean, Galileo, and well,
0: yeah. how do we know he was
1: studying the stars? And maybe he did it on his own, and then he decided to to draw it on here on
0: his own and not have the
1: input of other, right? You know, like, well, Galileo even if you or have, whatever.
0: you don't have to have the input, but the stars are the stars. You know, you could, well, I mean, granted, it, you could sit there and make up any pictures of whatever you see in the stars that you th- you see right. but as far as you know drawing ast- uh, astrological stuff and seeing where a star placement is that's stars going to be yeah. there the stars going to be there you know what i mean
2: it's either that or the guy like literally just drew a bunch of stars in the sky and like there you go it's the sky like you know what i mean like he didn't put that much effort into it they, they're really not like in-depth, like, detailed kind of pictures, either.
0: this this sounds like something out of... Let me just put it... This next part sounds something like a... a That looks like a butt plug. Later of the Beatles. Think of the Beatles when... Because this this is what... Like Sergeant
2: Pepper's Beatles? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Illustrations depict naked women bathing in green liquid, naked women being propelled by jets of water, naked women supporting rainbows with their hands.
2: Okay. Um... There is explanations for that.
0: I did read a little bit about that. Let me guess. He was high on something.
2: No, 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 no. Do you want to hold off the explanations until next segment?
0: Yeah, we'll go in a quick break right now, and we'll come back and explain more of what the hell's going on with this book. Dildos. We'll be right back. It was dildo. No. Right, we'll be back.
2: Hi, this is Anthony from Multimedia Mafia. If you love what we do and you want to know more about us, head on over to greenarrowmedia.org. On there, you're going to find links to both Multimedia Mafia Show and our sister show, Is This Real, which is all about conspiracies and aliens and all sorts of wonderful stuff like that. If you want to support us, head on over to our merch page where you can buy a hat or a mug. We have lots of different designs and cool colors. If you want to meet us, we got pictures up there. We have a little biography, and you can even stream the show right through the website. And, hey. Don't forget to check out our YouTube link where you can check out all the filming that we do right on our YouTube page. Check us out, greenarrowmedia.org.
0: And we are back. Uh, so, Anthony, you have more explanation on the rainbow situation?
2: The rainbow situation, apparently, allegedly, perhaps, I don't know. Um, whoever wrote this studied women uh, extensively because um, women are all over this manuscript and apparently the rainbows in question are actually some form of magnets because as far as like healing your body this is you know 14th 15th century they don't understand they throw shit at the wall to see if it worked you know what I mean look 200 years ago when a woman was going crazy we gave her cocaine and an orgasm and said okay you're better now like that was science 200 years ago or 100, <laughs> or 150 years ago, 500 years ago, they were like, "Oh, you're having cramps? Throw this piece of metal in the bathtub with you and see if it heals you." Because we see it does things to other parts of like the world, mm-hmm. like it attracts things. So maybe it's going to suck things out of your body. You know what I mean? Like it, it was pseudoscience. Right? They didn't. It wasn't official, but they were just trying anything because fuck it, we don't know better anyway. Well,
0: here's a fun little tidbit about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Shatner. Contributed a dramatic narration of the book. How an the episode fuck? Episode of th- Weird or What? How the fuck did he do that? It's not a la- any language anyone knows. I don't know. You leave William Shatner alone. Uh, I'm I not sure. You... Where it, but, it is.
2: There's a plant on this page.
0: It. But, like we is said. He's drunk. Getting correctly. Uh, but like we said, uh, many of uh, the world's top cryptologists have tried and failed to decode the text. William, uh, William Friedman, uh, Washington Post, Sadie uh, Dingfelder. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of people who tried, and, and now it has its own language called uh, Voynich, Voynichese, which sounds a little racist. I don't think
2: it sounds racist, but I don't understand how you can create a language out of something that is not known or spoken. You know what I mean? It's kind of like putting the cart before the horse. It's like we've identified fifty percent of it. We don't know how to pronounce any of it, but we could, and we could barely read it. So it's its own language.
1: Yeah, I did think this is going to remain a mystery for a long time until you can actually come across the language itself. And if it isn't, uh, you know, if it's an ancient language that we just don't know about, that's going to make it all the more tougher because you're never going to get to what you know it's always going to be a theory even if you solve it it's right. still going to be a theory because no one's going to i could tell you the letter a stands for z but it's just a theory you know
2: now apparently someone said that i forget where oh on, i'm trying to find the right article here allegedly the the manuscript has been decoded which is not true because someone says they've decoded it and then you have 18 other people trying to like fight and say no you didn't mm-hmm. you because you have found this mistake or that mistake but they're thinking that it was a book written in shorthand okay like a doctor's script right which which by the way if you're like you we all know doctor's looks like fucking jumbles right right but there's actually an alphabet that's devoted to Dr. Shorthand. I forget what it's called, but if you look it up, that what they do is just scribble on a piece of paper and it looks all fucked up and weird. Mm-hmm. That is actually accurate based on that alphabet that they learn when they're in medical school because they shorthand everything to the nth degree. right? So someone is saying that this book is basically a giant script pad and somebody was writing shorthand the entire time and drawing everything out.
1: What was the name of that Johnny Depp movie? where um, he was trying to find copies of a book that the devil wrote. Do you remember that?
2: Oh, um, oh, oh. Seven Seal? Something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, this is what kind of reminds me of, you know, you can't find the fucking, oh, the the guy who wrote it, and it's a big mystery. What if the devil wrote this book, this thing? The devil uh, wrote? <laughs> I, I don't think there's
2: anything in this thing about... Uh, like religion, though. Like, to me, it's it's all no, earth I science. Well, the funny it's part of it. A
0: theory I have. It's, it's a funny part you bring up religion because the more you look back into this, in 1903, uh, the Jesuits decided to sell a group of texts from the Collegio Romano collection to the Vatican. The sales took nine years to complete. Uh, for reasons unknown and under conditions of total secrecy, Voynich managed to procure some of these books, and one of them was the manuscript. So, this book did come from Jesuits. And it was going to be put into the Vatican Library, mm-hmm. like locked down Vatican Library, nobody can get to. Why?
2: Well, because it's an ancient script that no one can understand. And with the Vatican, I think the Vatican has this idea of like, if we don't Let's understand, everything. if we don't understand it, nobody should have the right to understand this. Let's hide it. We'll figure it out, and then we'll tell you what it is in yeah. case it's dangerous.
1: <clears throat> D- dangerous to what? Well, they, who knows? That's the thing. Well, if it's
0: written by the devil, you know what the funny part is. It's Voynich actually said himself. He goes, uh, "When the time comes, I'll prove to the world that the black magic of the Middle Ages consisted in discoveries far in advance of twentieth-century science."
1: Yeah, see that—that—that's creepy in its own right. Because, again, you have a language here that no one knows.
2: Oh, by the way, that was the Ninth Gate by which John. Ninth Gate,
1: thank you. Um, you know, so it, I know it's. You know, people say, "Oh, come on." But you know what? Who knows? You don't know. And as far as the Catholic Church wanting to hide it, you know what? Stop! I don't need your protection.
2: Well, that's the thing. The, the, the Catholic Church. Blessed, if that's the case, the Catholic Church is going. Hey, it, say let's 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 err on the side of caution here. We don't understand this language. What if Satan did read it? Someone. My thing translates is, it correctly, and we have the apocalypse. We can't afford that.
0: My, my thing It's is, not in the budget, let's, so let's, let's lock let's it away. Let's take it back And what you guys were yelling at me last week's episode. The, there's there, Nothing is saying about anything that has to do with religion or, or, or right. uh, like the devil. Mm-hmm. So what evidence is there to say that this has anything to do with like, that type well, yeah, stuff? It's, it's No, the there thing. isn't. There and, isn't. Yeah, I'm
1: just bringing that out as a comparison to the Ninth Gate and, and, and just uh, right. to add to the mystery Right. It, well, you know, to me it, it's 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 simply, I mean there is yeah. very
0: mysteri- uh, mysterious that the, the Vatican would want to exactly hide it.
1: once they get involved, you gotta you gotta question why.
2: Also you factor in this that at the time you're talking the fifteenth century, there's astrological readings. Whether they were correct or incorrect, the fact that we were looking up at the stars and going, God's not up there, it's actually balls of hydrogen and and there's and planets and other shit went directly against the Catholic teaching. And anything that was going against you know the the church, they're like fuck you. You can't have it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I know what you're saying. Then they launched a crusade, and that was yeah. beforehand. But still, like nobody, no one knew what the fuck this is about because and the thing because this book is full of like pictures of plants and women and astrology, and it goes through all the things that we were talking about before. To me, it's 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 a book of all earth sciences. Even if you don't understand the earth science behind it, it's a book full of earth sciences. So I would immediately rule out anything that has to do with religion.
1: All right. So what would you? What would you? What is your take on the language part
2: of it, though? Well, if it's shorthand,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's somebody's shorthand that they understand. There's times I write a note, and I 20 minutes later I look at it back and go, I don't know what the fuck I wrote. And I like, like, you know, I'm writing something down just to have it. So I don't forget it, and then I've wound up forgetting anyway because I can't understand my own writing because I wrote it in such a rush. Now that might be the case for this person. Whoever wrote this might have just wrote that, uh, wrote out the you know in the margins this, this shorthanded, abbreviated language, right. because well, these are my thoughts on the on this idea. Like say there's a chapter on herbology, right, and all plants. And he's got a plant growing in his window, and he's taking all these shorthanded notes for himself, observing all those things. I'm going to publish a paper about that thing, but until then, here are all of my notes in one place, in my own handwriting that I understand, and when I go to publish it fully and tell everyone my findings, I'll write it in a language that everyone can understand. Yeah. I mean, and then it just grew from there, and the fucker didn't stop writing.
1: Yeah, you know, that's definitely, uh, it's a very, um, how do you say, a credible theory, because again, we don't know, but... You know, you just got to take into consideration at this point all theories until it's proven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might be right in the long term, you know, that it was done in such a hurry. The guy was making mental notes to himself. It's the drawings that drive me a little bit crazy because they're a little strange. Mm-hmm. That wasn't something that was done hastily. That was thought out. Right. You know,
2: they're crude, but they're there. Right. Like the one that folds out into six sheets. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's the... It, first image is uh, an erupting volcano. Um, and the second one is... Uh, it depicts a volcano of another island. Uh, v- v- number three, number... It's the top right corner. It's the uh, depiction of Castello Arognasi. And then there's a fourth one that's like an island. Like, it's just all these crude drawings that I think he's trying to tell like how it, how that Island came to be. I think that's what he's trying to say. Cause it's not like very clear, but it's like it started of a the volcano. Then it's like a, an un mapped or uncultivated Island. And then there's a castle on that Island. And that goes back to being like an, uh, just an Island, right. like through time. Like that's how we as humans do shit. Like we find land, land creates itself. We find that land. We build on that land. Then eventually, land takes over. You know, you know that's why you build. That's why you don't you know build condos at the base of a fucking active volcano.
1: Has anybody came across any theories of uh, having this thing been solved?
0: Well, everyone has a theory. That everyone has been a solved. theory. Yeah, like what I actually came across some some guy, this professor. Uh, it's from the Washington Post. Um, he went to uh, Harvard. Harvard? No. Yes, Yale. No, he went to Yale. Yeah. Sorry, pick one. Shut up. He went to Yale, and he he was very intrigued about the the manuscript, and he's been trying to you know <clears throat> go through theories and talk about the theories. There's a theory called the. Uh, where is I just had it? Where, is it this one? No, this one. prono uh, proto Romance language. Okay. Uh, that the that people think that this is it, it was a language, not a full language, but back in the 15th century. That was a European language that they used, but it wasn't full. You it know was like I mean?
2: a bastard type of slang.
0: Yeah, um, a proto-romance. Theory. Right, right, right. Uh, so he goes, I regularly receive Voynich solutions by email with risk requests for feedback. That feedback and my public comments are not always accepted in the constructively cri- uh, critical spirit in which they are given. I recently received an ugly and threatening direct message from a fake Facebook account referring in detail to my critique of the photo-proto-romance uh, theory, claiming that the author of the theory will go down in history while I will be remembered as a backwards-looking troglodyte who tried to slow the advancement of knowledge and human progress and who will fade into obscurity. For some, apparently uh, apparently, the stakes are to be irrationally high. Mm. So people are very passionate about what, oh, yeah. what's in this book. And every
2: single time someone thinks they got it, there's another group of people going, fuck you, that's not it. Because we found things about this book that you're not mentioning, and we think we're right. So although it's been decoded, detranslated, it's really de- it's, no one's agreeing on like that's the final translation. Right. There's a website right now I'm looking at called uh, Vojchnik.com. Manuscript.gold. It's run by the Tucker Steam STEM STEM. Sorry. Tucker STEM team led you know by what Wayne STEM tu- is, right? Yeah, yeah. Science, technology,
0: engineering, and engineering
2: math. math. It's led by a PhD doctor, Wayne Tucker. Tucker. Uh, and Tucker is a doctor. He's put out books about lands of the land of Pew, volume one, Lost Language of Braveheart, and Robert the Bruce, King of Scots. Uh the Gal- Galwegian Middle Earth dictionary so the the language of the Voynich manuscript so his whole blog is just about trying to decode every single folio and he just i mean it's it's active now like you know what the funny part
0: is i actually have someone just like that too this this guy that i was reading yeah. from he is the uh, executive director of the Medieval Academy of America
1: We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Howard Dory,
0: And I'm Jess Dory, And
1: we host Plotting Through the Presidents. We take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America.
0: Join us as we dive deep into topics like... The
1: undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder... John John Adams? Adams. Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us.
2: Find out more at PlotPod.com. He just posted, like, hold on a second. Katie Tucker, I guess it's someone who's related to him, wife or daughter, posted today, Folio 20R, the Call of the Lynx Wildcat. And then it says, just, I'll I'll abbreviate, but it's like, things you should know when reading about translation, Folio 20R. Um, And then it just goes into, like, all the the science about it. Like, you know, compasses of Antarctica, uh, or how... The Cape of, you have to go past the Cape of Good Hope. It flows east to west, you know. And then there's a mathematical grid function that they put in here. Like, vote hold on folio twenty explains how to do it. At a higher position, the boat makes it sound like a wildcat. Like it's, it's very like what the fuck is it talking about?
0: How did they know that though? That's- He's saying
2: that that this uh, Gaelic language, this dead language, I guess. The well. Galwegian Middle Earth Dictionary is what he's using to translate the Voidnich Manuscript.
1: You know what I would love to do with this? I'm, I'm looking at the actual manuscript right now, and it's from Yale, and I'm on one page. I would like to photocopy this, and then I'd like to flip it transparently and look at it through the back.
2: No, you think you think if you? I think it's written, written in reverse. Written in reverse. That's
1: what I. You know, it's probably not.
2: Probably not. I'm sure someone's done that. You know who we need. And if they have not it, it's our fucking idea. But it's crazy. Because you know who we need. At, you know, nuts.
0: We need Nicholas Cage. We need Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are you out there, Nick? <laughs> He'll probably join our podcast. I'm gonna steal the void- Nish manuscript. Nick ain't doing much these days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, and again, this guy is the. Executive Director of Medieval Academy of America, which is the largest organization in the world dedicated to the study of the Middle Ages. He is acutely uh, aware of the importance of humanities as a discipline, the urgency of addressing the increasing threats to the study of history, language, and literature in the United States. Yeah.
2: It sounds just like Nicholas Cage from that movie.
0: <laughs> My thing is, the Middle Ages. Yeah. The, uh, you, America was not around in the Middle Ages. We have no correct. We have no. Uh, uh, I mean, the land was here, but we weren't. Yeah, we're like we have no, no. We have, n- oh, what is it? No studies, no, no history books about what happened during that time, on this side of the planet.
2: Well, I mean, th- that's not necessarily true. You had natives. You had the, the indigenous people of North America were living here, and I haven't done too many studies of the, how they kept their history. I'm sure a lot of it was oral history, but I, I don't, you know. I don't know what was happening like at the time.
1: You know, I'm looking at this, and this is something that interesting' It's a little interesting here, and if you look at it the way it's set up, the illustrations had to come first.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah, and, and then it, the writing yes. around it, yes. and then the you wrote around, around it. it.
1: Yeah, and that, to me, that's that's got to be some kind of a clue of something.
2: Yeah, to me that says that. Hey, I'm looking at this thing and I'm observing it. And because I don't have a camera yet, because they haven't been invented, I have to draw the fucking thing out and then write my observations next to it because I don't want to forget the thing I'm looking at. Which, so maybe if we should
1: maybe instead of concentrating on the language, maybe just maybe we should concentrate on the on the actual pictures.
2: Well, I'm sure what do we know. think yeah. the pictures are. So here's the crazy shit. Like, when you put it into... Because time will fuck you up when you think about it. Yeah. This was written in the early 14s, whatever, 1430. That is 200 years before the settling of the first settlement in, uh, in the United States. Yeah. You know what I mean? 1607 was Jamestown. So when you put it into perspective... This book to them was as old as us thinking about Washington, George Washington, now. Yes. Which is kind of fucked up when you think about it, but like that's just you know you but you mentioned like nothing was happening over here, not yet. It was close, but no cigar. Like these drawings, like yeah, the drawings are weird. Well, the one
0: drawing, if you look at it, and I'll I'll say this right here, right now, and then we'll go to a break. If you look at this drawing, that's obviously a sundial.
2: You are saying it's obvious. I don't see obvious of, that any of these like things. That, that looks
0: like a sun That looks like a sun. That you know what it looks like? It looks like a Mayan calendar. How many fan blades are on that? Uh 1 2
2: 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12. 12. Hmm. Everything happens in 12, isn't it? The year is 12 years, you know, 12 yeah. months in a year. 12 Well, if seconds. you look
0: at this and you look at a uh, uh, a Mayan calendar. It looks almost exactly the same. Mm. I don't this is know in about the that. obviously the uh, astrology area.
2: I and mean, you want to talk about? Listen, I understand. Like, look, no, not really. There's circular With and a there's
0: face in the center.
2: There's circular and there's points and like, listen, ideas are ideas. The, you know the idea like there's no such thing as an original idea. It, this is exa- a good example of it. You had the Mayans, who probably predate the Voynich manuscript by thousands of years, mm-hmm. or hundreds of years, whatever. And there's Central America, and then you have this person doing... Obviously in Europe. Y- Europe. The idea of putting a face in the middle of a circle and having points around it is something that probably is a universal thought that if you're an artist, it's going to occur. Because you get cues from nature. Look at a flower. You look at a flower, you have the the center of the flower, and you have the petals around it, right? It's, it's something that happens in nature naturally. So, it, it, so to take a flower and to interpret it as a face and then these weird fan blade petal things, I'm sure the Mayans did the same thing. I'm sure that's exactly what happened. It's weird. I mean, it looks like a windmill to me.
0: Well, this one has a goat in the center of it. Eh, eh, eh. At least it looks like a goat. But we'll be right back and we'll uh, give our takes of what we think this is and whatnot, give our opinions. We will be right back. Hello, hola, konnichiwa. I have a very important question for you. Is this real? That's the motto of our weekly podcast. We question everything from the paranormal to conspiracies, even the extraterrestrials. There's no topic we won't dive into. So tune in and listen to our show every Sunday at 8 p.m. And remember, folks, question everything. And we are back. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're talking about the Voynich manuscript. And right now, all of us are looking at pictures of the Voynich manuscript, trying to figure out what... What what's inside? What you know? the fuck this is? You know,
1: you, you, if you like mysteries, and I guess because you're listening to our program, you probably do. This one is a little different than we've we've done. I mean, you know, we've done the last two episodes where you know there's not a lot of evidence. You're you trying to, you know, throw out theories. There's something literally here, and I'm <laughs> I'm literally batting my brains in to try to figure out what's going on with this thing. You know, looking at the man, the actual manuscript itself, and what's weird about it is, I've, I've you know, like I just said before, it, it seems to me that the illustrations were all done first, and I'm trying to decipher what these damn illustrations are. And it, I mean, if this guy's trying to draw leaves, you know, I have kindergartners that can do better. But there's one interesting one, um, page 96, and what it does, it looks like a, of some kind of a plant. But if you look at the leaves, they're all shaped like, uh, I guess, devil's tails. Hmm. You know, and I mean, I'm just reaching because, you know, they're really not much.
0: Well, you what you're trying to do, and you've been trying to do it all up, so you're trying to connect religion into it.
1: Well, not so much religion. I'm trying to connect this
2: I mean, they look along like, the line. They look yeah. like triangles. Is that what the one you're talking about? It they look-,
1: look like triangles, or they look to me, they look... Like the devil's
2: tail, Uh, like
1: the end of his tail.
2: They look like they look like they're they're, okay. They're they're in the shape of a spade. Yeah, a spearhead. A spearheaded yeah plant, Uh and that is a yeah. That's 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 common. No, I get what you're saying. You're, You're you're taking this idea and you're applying it to this common image we think of when we think of the devil, with the little spade at the end of his tail.
0: I get what you're saying.
1: Because none of these other illustrations, one maybe could be broccoli,
0: and we're not talking about it, Eric. Mm. No,
1: another one could be. I don't even want to assume what it is because it doesn't. And there's one here on page 100 on the right upper right hand corner. You see now the the funny thing is, it looks like angel wings on an angel. Look like there's a body. And there's angel wings there.
2: You said page 100?
1: Page 100. And the funny thing is, this page is numbered, 100. There's no cipher there. It's clearly marked 100.
2: Let I'm trying see. to find it now. I mean, I see something that kind of looks like a peacock type of thing. or.
1: And I'm trying Blind. to find numbers on the other ones, and I'm not coming across it.
2: Yeah, someone is like... Someone, There's a website here. They're trying to break it down. Like, okay, there's... Okay, there's a... The the one page is women. There's one, two, three, four... There's like seven women. And they're in a, like, green bath. Someone's like, no, they're stomping grapes. Like, that's a bunch of women stomping grapes. Because above them, there's like this vine that comes from the bath. And it goes up to a grape plant. So there's that interpretation of it I don't know if that's accurate or not um, there's a lot of just weird images in this fucking book
1: yeah you should whoever's out there listening you really need to to do your homework on this one because this one could be very it's mind-boggling it really is I mean it's right there in front of you and again I don't think this is a hoax because hoaxes you know you're looking at 1400s I don't think there was any hoaxes in the 1400s
2: not, not that there was any hoaxes but it's definitely somebody who just
1: They they had their own shit, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's
1: what it comes down to. Yeah, it's not much of a mystery here, except...
0: Well, yes, it is. It's a a big mystery. Right.
1: What I mean is it's not much of a... It's here. You
0: never... People are never going to find this. Not unless we come across some type of ancient uh, civilization that has been using the same language or anything like that that nobody has tried, uh, not tried, but nobody has discovered yet.
1: Yeah, I think you gotta, I think personally, my, my own, if I was going to try to decipher this thing, I'm going to try to figure out what the illustrations are first mm-hmm. and that would that's probably just as hard as trying to figure out what, what the writing is, but it's weird because if you look at the writing, it, 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 it's got a weird Arabic writing to it, but it also looks like it's written backwards
2: but that's maybe just because it's so goofy looking I don't know. I, it's it's one of those things where you're like, it, you, do, you, okay, do you try to go after the language first, yeah. the book, I mean the, 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 the written text, and try to figure out what that is, that way maybe that can help decipher what the pictures are? Or do you go after the pictures first, and the problem with that, it's like playing Pictionary, because I can look at that image and go, that's not what you're th- you're thinking, that? That's a dumb thought, this is what I'm thinking. And yeah. there's no way of saying that I'm right or you're right. So
0: Yeah, so to sit here and, and for us to say, well, I think this or have any type of theories on it, it's going to be good to go out the window because we're all going to have different types of theories of what we think is in this book, but nobody's actually right because yeah. nobody fucking knows. That's and, you right. Know,
1: it's also another, another point taken. When I said the numbers are clear, then they are, but they're only on the back side of the page. In other words, the front side of the page is no-numbered, like 94. Then you go to, let's see, Nine ninety five V, which would be the reverse ninety five, so it's it's strange in its own right that only one side is numbered, and I'd like to know why that is. Oh,
0: we'd like to know what the hell that's in the book to begin with, right? Yeah, seriously.
2: Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, I say obviously, but like, obviously, I would think the first thing that this book has to do with is obviously whoever it is like plants. Yeah, he was studying the shit plants. out of plants. He was studying some women, and they were studying. Um, Plants, Women, and the Stars. And here's, you want to know, I'm going to play devil's advocate here with the, uh, with your religious theory, Dad. There's one page of the manuscript and I'm not, I have no idea which page it is. But I will say this. It looks to me, it's a flower. Like, I I don't know what flower, but it's definitely a flower because I see the stem and the roots and, the green, but the actual bud of the flower, the actual flower itself, is strikingly similar to Dante's interpretation of the nine circles of hell.
1: Yeah, what page does that tell uh,
2: you? Just type in the the of manuscript and just start looking at the pictures. Oh, that's what I'm doing here. You will find it. It is this like it looks like a giant ice cream cone with brown at the bottom and the top it's blue and yeah, white it looks circling like around
0: beets at the bottom.
2: Yeah no, yeah, it could be yeah, it looks like beets or radishes at the bottom of the page and then it goes up and then it stems out to the green on either side but if, then it continues up to like the flower part of it and it's this cone-shaped thing that starts small at the bottom and works and as it goes up the page it gets wider and wider and wider.
1: And then it has a brown thing in it.
2: Yeah, the middle part is brown. The top is white and blue, and it it goes like it's every other color. And if you Google in Dante's uh, Inferno, uh, where'd it go? There it is. If you type in Dante's Inferno and look at the images. Not the game. Not the fucking video game. Okay. Dante's Nine Circles of Hell. Let me look at that one. Because I'm just going off of uh, my memory of it. Yep, there it is. You look at the nine circles of hell, according to Dante, it's the same goddamn idea.
0: Yep.
2: Minus, of course, the fucking radishes at the bottom and the trees, but just this inverted, or this cone, this ice cream cone of, like, misery.
1: Mm, yeah, I'm looking at it now.
0: Yeah, maybe it's, maybe I'm stretching here. Right? Maybe it's. No, you're not stretching. Like, I see the same thing, but obviously it's definitely. My, my thing is. I...
2: <laughs> it's like nothing to do with hell or Satan. It's just radishes, goddammit.
0: Yeah, like, as, and what does a radish plant look like? The fuck do I know? I don't know. I don't eat radishes. Like, is it the same shit that we see, like, on there?
2: Uh, all right, I'm looking it up. Kind, kind of? of?
0: Not really, no.
2: No, not really. Hold on. Is there like some sort of flower? Like a radish flower maybe? No. No. I don't know, man. Like I mean there is a radish flower, but it it's it's it looks like a purple four leaf clover. Yeah,
0: but it's not gonna be attached to a fucking radish. I don't know. My thing is if we if we can't see uh, like things in in the world today that like I can grant you can turn around and say the guy was a bad he could be he could be a a, a bad drawer a horrible you know? artist horrible artist you know but it's, it have to be something like obviously that that looks like radish plant or a turnip whatever the fuck you want to call it <laughs> but it's going up to this it looks it looks like the, the it's very alien and bizarre which is another That's 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 the only thing I could sit there and and really say it looks like alien language. That's the other thing
2: like people are like, well, we can't understand it and it depicts, you know, plants that are not of this world. It must have been an alien. I'm like, "No, it's not a fucking alien."
0: Well, I mean, take a look if, if you remember Gardens of the Galaxy 2 and an Egot, whatever the fuck his name is.
2: Ego, the living planet.
0: Yeah. It looks like something he would bring down to the Earth. Yeah,
2: maybe. You're right. It looks like it looks like a plant from a different planet. Yeah, yeah. Like, most of the things in here, either this person had horrible, horrible artistic skills, or they were making shit up from top to bottom.
0: I would like to turn around and say that I just hope the person who drew this was completely stoned out of his mind.
2: <laughs> He's drawing his nightmares. That could be another theory, too, man.
0: And just you know drew, I mean? drew his nightmares and drew a language that he saw in his head.
2: What if this was somebody who had an understanding of certain geosciences, like a like a you know a rough understanding? Because obviously it's fifteen whatever, right? I and he's one of the ways that he believed that he could unlock higher levels of learning is to get fucking stoned. It works for musicians and it works for artists, right? You get high as fuck and then you start writing out lyrics well, or you start playing the your funny thing, thing. You, and maybe it's the same thing with this guy like he 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 got so someone turned around and said that and they thought
0: that they had traces of um Michelangelo near this book i'm like one no out of date yeah and two Michelangelo would draw better pictures than this.
2: <laughs> yeah, he would draw circles. Yeah, like, come on, stop it. No, no, I can't say that. But, like, like, what what's saying that this, this wasn't a person who sat around, smoked some good babbage, and then looked at a plant for six hours and went, you know what? I think I know something about that fucking plant. And then went to draw it out. I don't know anyone out there who's done this, but I can tell you for right now, when you're stoned out of your mind and you're trying to do something like draw, it's fucking impossible.
0: One thing I would like, also because I've seen this in a lot of movies, and I guess it's not movies, but I guess around history. Obviously, and we'll, we'll keep this quick because we, we should be ending real soon. Um, and I believe you guys can sit there and, and back me up on this. There's a lot of things in history that go by numbers. Sure. Numbers are very, very big in history and, and trying to solve mysteries. Um, what? Numbers are not just big in history.
2: Numbers are history. yes. Uh, you know just when they when, when when the Fibonacci sequence was first put out there and understood, it revolutionized the way everyone looked at, well, everyone who chose to look at the way the world is. Because everything adheres to numbers. Nature, to a degree, is binary. Nature coordinates to numbers. Math is how the world works. And I suck at math, but well, I understand. That.
0: Well, think about this. If you were to take any of these things, because I'm looking at this right now. Granted, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just throwing some stupid shit out there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's three plants on this, on a radish with five. Uh, uh, there's three. Plant leaves on the on the thing that has five radishes, or mm-hmm. and then there's a six on a one that has nine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what if what if this person is doing stuff just by numbers too?
2: Could be like that's the thing. Nobody left an instruction manual with this book on how to use it. Right. Like, I, I mean, I I would think I, I kind of like I like the theory that someone's like this is shorthand to a degree, like you know doctors do today. I get that, but
0: of what language?
2: Whatever ancient language they were speaking at the time. And here's the other thing about language. If this is somebody's personal notes, right? Because people keep diaries. people, People keep observations and shit to themselves. What if somebody was writing in freehand, they had a bastard type of language that was a mix between their dialect, where they were raised from, and where they were living, and they wrote shorthand in a way that they can only understand it? And because this book is not going to go out to the world, it's for my observation. They didn't give a shit about, you know, coordinating it so everyone could read it. They wrote it their own way. That way, they could understand it when they had to go pull off the shelf. They're like, "Hey, that plant's looking weird." Wait a minute, I wrote about that last week. Let me go over to my journal and see what I wrote down. Yeah, you know, you could sit there. and How say, many right? times have we, you know, you immediately know somebody's at a place based on their accent, and that's just phonetics. You know, if somebody's sitting there and somebody was born and raised in Italy but or whatever Italy was at the time and then, you know, say this book was written somewhere in, like, France and they were living in France and they had to speak that language. It wasn't the same as the language they grew up in, so they're speaking a choppy, broken version of it. And then you have slang mixed in there, which every language has. So this is the perfect clusterfuck of well, nonsense. There's...
0: A last thing. You know, there's... Somebody did try and break down according to what the major language of at the, of the time, mm-hmm. or at least in the area that it was carbon dated in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried to break down what this... The symbols in the book compared to, again, what the language was then yeah, in yeah, the yeah. area. And they did break down a, a, a alphabet. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see someone try to completely... You know one to one it yeah
2: again that's that's that make yeah it would be very interesting to do that but that alphabet is partial right It's not a complete set and again, if this is written in shorthand and abbreviated so only that person would understand it, good fucking luck
0: well what if what if somebody did do that and it actually equates and makes sense to the pictures that are on the page?
2: You still have to understand what the pictures are on the page? That's what I'm saying. I think that's it's, the whole key to this whole thing. Exactly. It's, it's a chicken and the egg situation. Do you try to translate the pictures first? And in that case, everyone can look at that picture and see. Five people can look at that picture and say it's five different things. And then that and then each person can take a whack at trying to translate the text. And then they're basing it off of their bias of what the picture is. Or do you strictly go after the text and sit there and go, what patterns do we see that falls that kind of follows the rules of grammar? And if we can f- notice those patterns, how then can we translate it to a, whatever language that was probably spoken and then how do we translate that to English? It's a, it's a task that nobody has been able to do yet.
0: Well, people have claimed. Claimed, right. Nobody well, what I able.
2: what I really do believe, and maybe we'll, I'll start off with the, you know, I'll start us off with the do you believe it portion of the end of the show. I believe this book has a lot to do with... Uh, like I said, earth sciences trying to figure out like things that this person could see. You look out, you could see grass, you could see flowers, water, the stars, shit like that. This was somebody's journal or textbook about all the things that they're observing in the world. And they're trying to make sense of. And because there's so much of it, they had to write really fucking fast and they put it in the way that they can only that they're the only ones who can understand it. That's that's my belief on this. That's what I think this book is about. I don't think it's anything satanic or religious in any way. To me this there's just you, there's titties, there's flowers, I can't see satan and stars. When, and stars. I don't see satan when I look at titties more uh flowers and stars. Well,
1: Dad? I, I to me I think this is just um nothing more than than somebody who is, like Anthony said, just observing things and writing it down. And maybe, just maybe, it was a small group of people who only understood this language, who were maybe by themselves, and that's why we don't have, um, you know, what, what would you call that? Uh, we don't have writings because nobody knew this language, only the select few.
0: And... So you you guys are attributed to like a lost civilization,
1: kind of in there, my area, yeah, yeah.
2: For Dad, maybe for me, it's not so much a lost civilization. It's just that you know I wrote a bunch of shit down shorthanded, and I, I'm I'm the, since I'm the one who's writing, I'm gonna understand it. Like if you like like when I take an order at work, right? Or even a lunch order, I don't write French fries. I write FF. All right, FF W uh, B's W slash G. Burger with cheese. FF French. Well no, I'm saying? Like, if everyone's giving me an order, I am shorthanding the fuck out of it. Two-way two. Exactly. Like, they do that in restaurants all the time. Mm-hmm. So when someone takes an order down, they just write it as fast as they can in a way that they understand it. And I think in a changing world, with a very obviously and over-curious mind, trying to understand everything, this is what you're going to get. Oh, I... What do you think, Joe?
0: I'm on the same page. I I feel like it's it's. I mean, I don't know so much about like, um, you know, somebody shorthanding or anything like that. I think this could be just a a, a person in an area that we haven't discovered, or you know, are, is just lost to time. Because I guarantee there are many different languages that are out there that are just lost to time that yeah. nobody knows. Like we're gonna, we could find something and be like. Oh, you know, there's writing on it that we have no clue about, you know.
1: You might be right, Joe. Um,
0: I, I could attribute it to that, and this is because at that point you're not having, you know, this is before, uh, I, be- I believe it's before the, the written word got to the public, right? This is before But book, N- No, I mean, this
2: was before the printing press. Um, but I don't. But I'm think... saying, like mass, you know. You know right, right, that. right. You weren't going to a library and pick a copy of this shit up.
0: Yeah. No. So this is this could be something of, of of a scientist or someone studying all this stuff in his area, in his little culture, that did this for his little area and trying to teach people around the shit that he saw. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening, and that civilization, wherever this civilization may be, wherever this is. Um, just was lost to time, you know just just you know time grew you know just like what 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 the one page about the the volcano you know yeah, yeah.
2: I mean obviously see, that's the weird part you you can almost pinpoint almost pinpoint where this kind of was written because if he's making if this person was making observations about certain land structures or volcanoes and shit, then you could rule out that they lived in like Siberia. You know what I mean? Like at that point, I'm saying like maybe it was a small tribal group that lived isolated from the world. And this is the last known surviving text of that people. Yeah, it's possible. But at the same time, if you're making observations about shit that's in the middle of Europe or in the Mediterranean, then the idea of like an isolated group kind of goes out the window because by then Europe was all under. Well, the, how, the Holy Roman Empire. You can't
0: even Empire. say that because there's what's that one island that we have now that nobody can get on? That there's an isolated group of people, these natives.
2: They, but that's off the coast of India. It, Still. It, it I understand. The but, stuff, the but, but yeah, but Joey, when the Holy Roman Empire conquered, they fucking conquered. They, they, if they couldn't bring it back, they would burn it or fuck it or eat it. Like that was, Those were the options. It's either come back with us or it's staying or I'm eating it or I'm fucking it. And okay. if I can't do anything, I'm setting it on fire. Like, yeah, they didn't fuck around, so. All
0: right, so uh, let's just put it out to the public. What do you guys think about this? I I really, again, we keep saying this every every week. I would really like to hear what what, what people, you know, our listeners have What's to your say opinion? about it. Mean, know, what, is, what is your opinion about this? You know, let us know on all of our social media accounts. Like, we're definitely going to be looking more into this because I think it, this piqued all of our interest because obviously this is different from last week. We're not sitting here arguing with each other.
2: No, it's 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 different.
0: You know, so I think that will be an, and um, you know, that that this is something that that needs to be I, I believe figured out. We definitely got revisited. I was going to sure. say
2: I think we need to revisit this episode in a couple of months from now cuz I'd want to hear Eric's thoughts on it and yeah. I definitely want to hear Josh's thoughts on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, because it, anything Eric is when Eric is stoned out of his mind, he can push some shit out of his ass that makes perfect sense that no one would thought of. And Josh has a love for puzzles, and I could totally see him coming up with a new theory that would just make me shit my socks.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, big
1: shout out to those guys. You need to get back your asses back in this goddamn booth. It's lonely on my side over here, but uh, you know we understand. I'll come over
0: there
2: and help you out, Daddy.
0: Get healthy. <laughs> get back in here. Let's go. But yeah, so we do have two episodes left of this season. Um, and then, What's this
2: the season of, by the way? The season of mysteries. Oh, okay. it's just mysteries.
0: I told you it's a world of mysteries. Like
2: what happened to Joey's feet? He hasn't seen them in years. All right,
0: let's forget what out happened of to here. your penis. No, you haven't seen that in years either. So we. Yeah, uh, but
2: when I, when my penis went missing. So now we're gonna argue. When my penis went missing, they had to put
0: it on all four sides of the milk cart. Oh, dear God. And unfortunately for you, it was the children's milk carton. <laughs> um, we will <laughs> see you next week uh, when we can say goodbye, everybody. Good night, guys. Remember, everybody, question everything. Good night. See you next week. Konnichiwa, bitches. It's Ryu West speaking. If you want to find out more about the Is This Real podcast, follow us on Facebook at slash is this real pc. Or on Twitter at Is This Real PC? Or on Instagram at Is This Real Podcast? All one word.